as entrepreneurs, we want to make a difference in the world. We want to deliver tremendous value to our clients. We want to make all kinds of things happen. But to do that, we need energy. We need to be fit. We need to be able to really raise a bar and make things happen. Well, I've got a remarkable fellow entrepreneur with me today. And he is going to be like no one else that you've ever met. He's a New York Times bestselling author. And he is one of the top trainers in the world. I mean, look, I don't want to miss any of this. You know, fitness, nutrition, health. He is one of the top experts. And, and as an entrepreneur, he's not only you know, a great business person, but he's got over a quarter million people, monthly visitors following his advice and blogs, podcasts, and all kinds of other different things he does. And he competes as a triathlon, as a Spartan athlete, and multiple Ironman. Now, I know some of you out there might be like me. And you're going, you know, Don, I don't want to be an Ironman. Well, I've asked Ben Greenfield, this remarkable entrepreneur trainer, to work with us today to really so that we can have the high performance we need to make that difference. You do not want to miss this. I'm John Bowen. And you're at AES Nation, all about accelerating your success even more. Stay tuned. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com. Wow, this is, you know, it's such a great privilege to meet you at a Mastermind Talks, a good friend that we have, Jason Gennard. And we kind of ran into each other and I've been seeing your work and Jason speaks so highly of you. And I saw you in action in this group. And uh, I just had to bring you to our entrepreneurial audience. So first of all, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on. And I forgot this was a video podcast. Um, you're lucky I actually have my shirt on. I forgot <laughs> to comb my hair. I might have green smoothie on my face. Uh, so my apologies uh, for for uh, any any unkempt appearance I may have. But hey, at least I got dressed. So we got well, dressed. and one of the things I love, Ben, is that uh, you are the first. I, I don't know how many video interviews along the way I've done. It's hundreds of them. You're the first that really is walking their talk, literally, because you're on a treadmill, we're doing this together. And well, that's the way to do it, babe. I mean, you can, I don't know how many, how many people watching, like talk on the phone or do anything that basically involves in anything other than typing during the day, but you can walk like five, six, seven miles. And now I have this, uh, I bought a, like a wireless headset. This, uh, it's, a, it's a Jabra headset, and I use the Dragon Dictation software. And now I can do all my emails too while I'm walking, and and it's incredibly accurate. You know, I, for a while I struggled with this Dragon dictation, and I got a really a uh, really good mic headset. And now, I mean, I can I can walk all day long. It's kind of it's kind of like uh, fooling my body into thinking that it's in in ancestral hunter gatherer farmer mode when in fact. Uh, 
all I'm doing is, is working on my laptop. But yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice little hack to be able to keep yourself in shape. Well, and, and it's one I do, Ben, too. I mean, we actually, I use a different headset, uh, a Sensheimer one, but I've got a great headset. I got Dragon Speaking, naturally, version 14 I just yeah. loaded up. And I put on probably six to seven miles a day. Uh, you know, I don't, I have a treadmill. I don't get on the treadmill. I kind of, I'm more wandering. And if it's not too windy outside, I got noise reduction headset. I can walk around my property. I got a lot of property here as you do too. And it's just, it, it is amazing what you can do. And yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of hacks because there are people like me, uh, who, you know, Ben, I think I would be one of the first guys if they would invent the pill that you could take that just guaranteed fitness for everything, <laughs> I would take that. But they haven't got that yet. I'm counting on some of the other guys to come up with that or maybe yourself too. But you know what I love about what you're doing is you've got a lot of balance and harmony in everything you're doing and you, you really customize it to you know, whatever level. And uh, you know, we're gonna talk about it from a, a business owner perspective, somebody to have that energy. But one of the things I'd love to hear is kind of how you got to this point. I mean, you know, is this something, you know, throughout, I, I met your brother too at the event. And I mean, you two guys oh, are yeah. some of the fittest guys I know. Uh, how, how did you get started in all this? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, but, but one, other, one other quick tip here, I'll, I'll, I'll tilt the camera a little bit. The thing you got to do if you get the walking treadmill, I just added this, the heavy bag. <laughs> so you, put, you put a heavy bag next to your desk. And this is for when you talk to the really annoying people and, and you just need a little bit of catharsis after the, after the consult or after the phone call. You just beat the bag for about two minutes. And it's a, it's a, it's a great way to let off a little steam. I can see that. Wait a minute. I can see everybody hitting Amazon right now and buying the bag because <laughs> they could use that one. But yeah, give us a little of the backstory. Yeah, so um, I, you know, I, I'm not, I don't have the uh, the wounded healer type of background. I was never uh, morbidly obese or diseased or anything like that. I've just basically been completely geeked out on health, fitness, biohacking, anti-aging, longevity, nutrition, diet, everything since I was 13 years old. Um, you know, as a kid, I was kind of a geek. I was very into like online World of Warcraft and played violin for 13 years. And I was president of the chess club and, and not a stereotypical, you know, jock or anything like that. But I got involved in tennis at a pretty early age. And, you know, from 13 years old on, wanted to figure out how to get a better body, how to get a better brain, um, how to enhance fitness with basically the the minimal effective dose of exercise or or dieting or, or supplementation, you know, how, how to basically get the most um, out of the body with better living through science. And uh, I studied uh, for five years um, at the collegiate level, uh, exercise physiology and human biomechanics. And then upon graduating, I started a series of personal training studios and gyms partnered with some local physicians in the Washington and Idaho area. And we did a really advanced type of personal training studios where you'd come in and we'd do, you know, early on we were doing platelet rich plasma injections for joints where we'd, we'd take out your blood and, and spin it and re-inject the, uh, the platelets to, to fix joint issues. We did a uh, high speed video analysis of walking and running and cycling, uh, indirect calorimetry where you get on a treadmill and you measure how much fat and how much carbohydrate you burn at varying heart rates uh, during rest and during exercise. And so 
um, basically did these really advanced personal training studios and gyms for about five years. Uh, and then I was voted as America's top personal trainer back in 2008. And I got kind of kind of inundated with more of like the speaking and the freelancing and the writing requests. And so I kind of pivoted to a new chapter in life where I began doing more of what I do now, which is uh, primarily writing and speaking and doing uh, doing human performance and longevity and mental coaching with a very small number of people from around the world, uh, primarily via Skype and phone. But now a lot of what I do is I speak and I write and um, I freaking study uh, every single day as much as I can about how to get the most out of the body and the brain. And then I also, like you alluded to, I still race professionally. You know, I raced for 10 years in Ironman triathlon. Uh, before that, I competed as a bodybuilder. Now I primarily race in obstacle training and uh, uh, hunting competitions, uh, bow shooting and obstacle racing, uh, essentially with a weapon. Uh, so um, those are some of the things I do. But honestly, like you know, I'm a big fan of of uh, keeping the the body and the brain young by delving into as many different activities as possible. So I'm training for a kickboxing fight right now and uh, doing a lot of uh, spear fishing, uh, getting ready for a moose and bear hunt up in BC. I think uh, the, the more things you can throw at your brain and your body, the better when it comes to keeping yourself young. Well, yeah, this is great, Ben. And what I, what I wanna do is I, I wanna ask you, and let's kind of dive through so, so many of the lessons you've learned, not only for yourself, but you know, so many of the people that you've been able to help, is you know, I look at it and uh, there's a, a fellow that I worked with, you and I talked about when we were together at the Mastermind, uh, Jim Lohr, who wrote a book called Corporate Athlete. And yeah. I, I always loved this concept that he talked about because it was kind of the first time fitness hit me as something that as a business owner, I need to do. Um, I've always, I love, you know, a number of sports playing and doing it. So had to keep at least a re, you know, something about if you don't work out at all and you go, you know, heavy downhill skiing, uh, things hurt an awful lot type and you can't get the time on the mountain that you want. So, you know, there's always been that reason to do fitness, but what he showed me and, you know, I know now I didn't know your work then. I know it now. I mean, you're very aligned as this, you know, this whole concept is, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, what's going on is, you know, we, we look at somebody like Ben, many of us, and we say, geez, you know, Ben's a professional athlete. Of course, he's training about 90, 95% of the time to perform 5%. And then we go to business owners, entrepreneurs, and we say, you know, we don't need to do that. But what we do is we perform pretty close to 100% and do no training. And what we end up, you know, it's not time management that's important as successful business owners. It's really energy management that we can show up and be present for our businesses, our family, our friends, and so on. And, you know, Ben, what are some of the, you know, when you think about performance for business owners, you know, what comes to mind on how you've helped uh, our fellow entrepreneurs? You know, I, I, I sometimes get the sense that people think that I do exercise all day, but the fact is, you know, aside from unless you can walking on the treadmill, I'm I'm running two corporations. I've got a wife, I've got two kids. I'm angel investing. I'm I'm all over the place in terms of the number of plates that I'm spinning. And so, I think that when it comes to maintaining the health of your body and brain, um, you need to to take a few cues from from my playbook. Frankly, when it comes to 
basically allowing yourself to stay in peak shape mentally and physically while still juggling uh, your social obligations, your business obligations, your family obligations, etc. Um, what are some of the ways that I personally do that? Um, first of all, low-level physical activity all day long. You know, not to kick that horse to death, but it, but it's what we started with, and it's it's mm-hmm. one of the things that is the most important. I was as a dinner with some guys the other night uh, down in Salt Lake, and I excused myself from the table, and I came back, and I was a little bit red-faced. And one of the guys asked me, um, you know, what, what, what was up? Had I just sprinted up the stairs? And I said, no, I did my 40 squats. He said, what do you mean? I said, every time I go to the bathroom, I do 40 air squats so that I can, I can keep my blood glucose levels normalized throughout the day. That's one little rule that I follow. I walk on the treadmill throughout the day. Um, I start off every day with about 10 to 15 minutes of deep breathing and yoga. Um, I have... Uh, I have a barbell in the room next to my office that I'll go in and lift. Just a few times a day, I'll lift the barbell off the ground. That's it. Just lift it and set it down. I've got a pull-up bar hanging outside the door, and every time I walk under it, I do five pull-ups. I also do quite a bit of intermittent fasting throughout the day, meaning I go for long periods of time between meals so that my blood sugar levels aren't elevated and I'm keeping my body in that state where it's constantly burning fats as a fuel rather than carbohydrates as a fuel. So there's not a lot of snacking or, or grazing. Yeah, ben, I'm getting at. Well, oh, let me, ahead. yeah, Ben, uh, and when you say long-term, you know, I mean, give me a time frame on the fasting as well. Okay, yeah, so with fasting, when it comes to turning your body into a fat-burning machine, there are three things that are important when it comes to the dietary approach. Number one is don't do a lot of snacking and grazing like I just mentioned. So that typically means about four to five hours between meals. You would be surprised at how quickly. It takes about two weeks for the body to begin to get very efficient at burning fats as a primary source of fuel rather than burning sugars as a primary source of fuel. Um, Some people last about three days, they feel like crap, they don't realize that after about that two week mark you begin to feel like a million bucks. But if you can push through and get to the point where you're eating just three square meals a day, and this would even be if you're exercising, right? If you're doing like an afternoon workout, whatever, there's no need to do the pre-workout power bar or maltodextrin whey protein isolate shake before you jump into the gym. Once you've trained your body to be able to efficiently tap into its own fat stores as a fuel, that three square meals a day works out pretty well, unless you count my, my pre-dinner glass of wine. That, <laughs> might, that might count as a fourth if you saw the size of the fishbowl I drink a glass of wine out of. Uh, but basically what this comes down to is, is number one is three meals a day. Number two is you work in an intermittent fast each day. What I mean by that is for every 24-hour cycle, I go for 12 to 16 hours without eating. There's a great deal of evidence that uh, cellular turnover, what's called cellular autophagy, cleanup of the junk in the cells, and a decreased rate at which your telomeres shorten, which which is basically uh, correlated with increased longevity, is a potent response to this intermittent fasting type of approach. Now, that type of effect occurs when you do week-long fasts, when you do, say, uh, 24-hour fast, when you engage in some of the more, uh, I guess, like, like difficult and uncomfortable forms of fasting. But what I like is that you can achieve the same effect with this 12 to 16-hour intermittent fast 
And all that means is let's say you finish eating dinner at say 8 p.m. or you finish your last meal of the day at 8 p.m. You just don't eat again until 8 a.m. or preferably 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. And so most of the time, and you're sleeping while you're fasting. It's not like you're biting the insides of your cheeks hungry because a lot of the time you're just asleep. But you would be surprised that once you start to do this, how you realize that, oh, hey, I was snacking on that handful of almonds before I went to bed at night. Or I was getting up out of bed and doing my big cup of whatever, you know, um, coffee with the butter and the oil in it and, and breaking the fast early. But basically it comes down to 365 days a year. I do this 12 to 16 hour intermittent fast. So that's number two, in addition to not snacking and grazing throughout the day. And then number three is you save all of your carbohydrates until the end of the day. Okay. So based on the body's natural circadian rhythms, our body temperature peaks, our testosterone peaks, our grip strength peaks, our post-workout protein synthesis peaks, all this stuff peaks towards the end of the day, later afternoon to early evening. Now what this means is your body is primed for a really, really good one-two combo towards the end of the day. A, your hardest movement session of the day, so this would be like weightlifting or high intensity interval training or anything like that, and B, following that hard workout, at some point in the two to three hour range after that workout, you have dinner, and with dinner, you have carbohydrates, but if you've timed that workout later on in the day, your body will take all those carbohydrates that you eat and shove them into muscle tissue or liver tissue rather than allowing that sugar to stay in the bloodstream for a long period of time. And so this is also known as a carbohydrate backloading approach, a carbohydrate night approach. But what it means is that all day long you're burning fats as a fuel, you're keeping your body in a state of what is known as ketosis. And then at the very end of the day, you eat some carbohydrates, and these help to keep your thyroid levels elevated. They help to keep testosterone elevated. They help to keep your energy levels elevated the rest of the next day. But you save all the carbohydrates for the end of the day. And up until that point, you're just doing plants, um, really good fats like avocados and olive oil and olives, uh, moderate amounts of protein, but not, not excessive protein because that can also have an anti-aging or, or, or an excessive aging effect. But you know, little bits of fish, like some cold water fish with lunch, seeds, nuts, things like that. But ultimately, it's high-fat, plant-rich diet with moderate amounts of protein all day long. At the end of the day, you do a hard exercise session, then you have your carbohydrates with dinner. When combined with intermittent fasting and only eating three meals a day, it's a really, really easy way to keep yourself lean and to keep your blood sugar levels low and to kind of keep yourself in that fat burning mode all day long. Yeah, uh, this is great. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, we've kind of covered two areas. We've got the performance side going and, and you know, I love, you know, creating the rules. I, I, I remember if I wrote down a number that I've got to do, but I, I just, you know, we talked about and we said that earlier, just that whenever I'm on the phone, I have a rule. I don't sit down and, and it's, you know, I mean, just, and it's been one of those things that adds five miles a day um, right. You know, I mean, yeah, and, and, I, and I take that and I raise you one. My rule is I sit to eat. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, sitting, sitting is a position that activates your parasympathetic nervous system. So it downregulates your metabolism. It puts you in rest and digest mode. There's nothing wrong necessarily with sitting. You just want to strategically choose the times at which you sit. And frankly, 
because sitting can put a lot of stress on the low back, it down regulates the metabolism, kind of cause you to hunch the shoulders over, etc. You want to choose wisely the times at which you, you choose to sit. And since many of us for breakfast or lunch or dinner, we're, we're in a social situation, we might be out at a restaurant, we might be with our family at home, whatever, we choose that I, I choose that time to sit. So I only sit when I'm eating the rest of the time when I'm at work, I'm walking on the treadmill, I'm lunging, I'm kneeling, I'm standing, I'm leaning, etc. But that that sit to eat strategy works really well. Well, no, this is great. And you know, one of the challenges so many of us have, uh, you know, once we get we're starting to get that energy, we're, we're get that discipline, we're putting together the exercise program. And it's really, you know, it's a life program versus an exercise program, we're living life, we're making sure we have it, you know, we're, we're now getting the nutrition, we're burning fat, you know, some of us, uh, me included, have a little bit more been, I'm pretty sure my BMI index is higher than yours or whatever index we use. You know, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bowl index anyways. Yeah. Because it, it, it ranks most football players, you know, who are at whatever, you know, let's say 6 to 12% body fat, but mostly muscle. It ranks them as morbidly obese. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of, of the body fat percentage versus mm -hmm. the BMI. But that's an aside. Go, go ahead. And the, the point I wanted to make, Ben, is that, you know, many business owners, what we do is we go ahead and we, you know, we, we get, you know, we start out young guys. I, I recently turned 60 and, you know, great shape, running hard. And we put more time into our business and then our family. And one of the easiest things for many of us, and this would be me, was it was pretty easy to let, you know, I used to do trail running all the time. I love doing 10Ks every once in a while, you know, longer race than that, out big elevation change, played all the sports, and then it just slowly went away. And the, the reason, you know, and all of a sudden I find, uh, I just did with Peter Diamandis is human longevity. And one of the big findings they said was I needed to lose some weight, which I paid a lot of money to learn that. But, uh, and, and I've gone to Stanford Clinic and so on. What, what, are, what do you tell, you know, I mean, we've kind of covered it a bit, but, you know, somebody that's got that extra weight, you know, how, how can they take that off, you know, doing what we've been talking about so far and maybe even accelerate it a little bit yeah. more? Well, you can you can either a choose to do what most you know men's health, women's health, prevention magazine, Reader's Digest, et cetera, is going to tell you to do, which is to exercise and diet, right? Um, you know, restrict calories and do these Mondo workouts at the gym. Frankly, that can be difficult to sustain. Some type mm -hmm. of calorie restricted diet or some type of you know, meeting with your personal trainer every afternoon or something like that. I'm a big fan of stripping fat off the body as fast as possible and shifting your body into fat burning mode as efficiently as possible with the minimum effective dose. And that involves a, a little bit of biohacking. Um, so, for example, one of the things I'm a huge fan of to cause fat cells to, to lice open, release their triglycerides, release toxins, and disappear from the body is high-dose niacin followed by infrared sauna. Big, big fan of that approach. In the morning, uh, it causes you to lose fat very quickly. And when combined with something called cold thermogenesis, which basically means you follow up that sauna session with a cold shower or a cold bath or a cold soak, you actually shift even more adipose tissue and convert it into brown fat, which is metabolically active fat that takes calories to generate heat. So a few times a week, I'm a big, big fan of high-dose niacin plus sauna 
followed by a cold shower. So that, that's one really, really good strategy for getting fat off the body very, very quickly. Um, another one that I like is the idea of doing something very easy in the morning while in that intermittent fasted state, preferably with caffeine in the system, which, which shifts your body into fatty acid oxidation. So what I mean by that is you get up in the morning and you do an easy walk in the sunshine for 20 to 30 minutes, or uh, even better yet, like a cold water swim where, where your body's having to burn some calories to generate heat. Um, or an easy bike ride, or anything very, very easy aerobic. Your body's parasympathetic nervous system predominates in the morning, and so doing something very easy in a fasted state with caffeine in your body in the morning and saving anything hard until the afternoon or the evening is a really, really good one-two combo. So that's another one that I like. Um, Another strategy is to keep blood sugar levels as low as possible throughout the day. Now that that three square meals a day approach that I talked about works well. Mm -hmm. If you want to take this to the next level and biohack it a little bit, there are compounds you can put into your body that increase insulin sensitivity and drop what is called your postprandial blood glucose very, very quickly, which again allows you to lose fat more quickly. Um, three of the more potent ones are cinnamon. Um, Ceylon cinnamon is, is the actual form of cinnamon used in research that's been shown to significantly lower blood glucose after a meal about two teaspoons of cinnamon. So you could, for example, put that into your morning coffee. Apple cider vinegar is the second. Uh, about a shot of apple cider vinegar per day. You can put this into a morning glass of water. You can do it before dinner, but that also significantly lowers blood glucose. And then the last is something you'll see a lot of Asian populations using, especially in some of these blue zones like Okinawa, and that is bitter melon extract. Bitter melon e extract is about as potent as the diabetic drug metformin when it comes to lowering blood glucose and keeping your, your blood glucose normalized after, say, a carbohydrate-rich meal or even a, a protein-rich meal, which, which can spike blood glucose. So that would be another strategy. So we've got sauna with high-dose niacin. We've got morning fasted fat-burning sessions with caffeine in the system. We've got the use of insulin sensitizers like cinnamon, like bitter melon extract, uh, like apple cider vinegar. Um, and you know, if I could throw one additional tip at you, it would be something that a lot of people don't take into account when it comes to keeping your metabolism elevated. And that would be realizing that the human body is more or less a battery, right? Like, like all of our cells operate based on an electrochemical potential across the membrane. It's typically about 70 to 80 millivolts is the, the frequency or, or, the, or the voltage at which cell membranes work very efficiently, at which your mitochondria takes calories, generates ATP, etc. Well, there are four, four factors in addition to exercise and nutrition that affect that electrochemical potential. Air, water, electricity, and light. So many people do not account for those variables in their life. Meaning, have a good HEPA air filter. Pay attention to the type of air that you're breathing. Does it have mold in it? Does it have fungi in it? Is the air that you're breathing chock full of negative ions? Right here in my office, I've got two negative ion generators plugged in that are churning out the same type of electricity in the air as I might get if I were standing next to a waterfall or walking through the forest. So the air that you breathe is super important. When I get on an, on an airplane, I'll reach up and put a little bit of Thieves essential oil on that little 
that little air circulator that shoots down on me on the plane. So I'm cleaning the air that I'm breathing on the plane as well. Um, with water, you want to make sure that you are not drinking fluoridated, chlorinated water from the municipal water supply that has things like birth control pills and pharmaceuticals in it. Um, if you just want a, a done-for-you water solution, the best tip that I can give you for your office or your home is get a really good reverse osmosis water filtration system, which is going to filter out everything, including the minerals, which is why you want to make sure whatever you use for your water has a remineralizer in it. And you, you want to ask whoever's installing your water filter, like a central home water filter, for something that has reverse osmosis plus remineralization. And if you want to add one extra kind of X factor in there, you want to structure that water after it's passed through the filter. Water that, that pours down mountaintops or falls through underground streams, that water actually vibrates at a specific frequency, and that frequency is removed. That crystalline, lattice-like structure of water that allows it to really penetrate into a cell, that all gets removed after you've filtered water, after it sits in, in basins, after it sits in pipes, etc. So ideally, you have a reverse osmosis plus remineralization, and then afterwards, you pass that through what's called a structured water filter. Very, very simple one, two, three combo to set up for water. Uh, when it comes to light, basically right now, I am bathed in blue light, meaning I have special bulbs. Uh, these ones are made by a company called Lighting Science that simulates sunlight in my office. Now that means I'm shutting down melatonin production, I'm causing enhanced wakefulness, I'm keeping my circadian rhythm in alignment rather than being in like a dark, dimly lit room. But up in my bedroom, I'm at my home office right now, up in my bedroom, there is no light from the blue light wave spectrum. All the lights up in the bedroom only generate red light, which is the type of light you'd get from the moon, from the stars. They're absent of this bright blue light that a lot of artificial lighting produces. And you know, I'll do other things like wear blue light blocking glasses at night if I'm using my screen. I'll use the, the Kindle sleep mode when I'm using my Kindle. I'll use the new you know, iOS setting to decrease blue light from the screen. I'll, I, I have Flux installed on my computer. But basically, I pay attention to light all the times. Based on the time of day that it is, I ask myself, what would my ancestors have been experiencing right now when it comes to the type of lighting that, that their eyes or that their skin was being exposed to? And then I make sure I set up my own lighting in my house accordingly. Uh, and then finally, in addition to air and water and light is electricity, right? So uh, I'm not on Wi-Fi right now. My Wi-Fi router is off. Uh, I use uh, Cat6 shielded ethernet cable all throughout my house. So I'm not getting exposed to Wi-Fi. I don't wear any self-quantification devices that emit Bluetooth. I don't use any smart appliances in my home. I try to decrease electrical pollution as much as possible. I've actually walked through my home with one of these Gauss meters you can use to measure uh, the amount of dirty electricity or electrical pollution in my home, and it's extremely low. You know, my, my, uh, my computer right now is plugged into a dirty electricity filter. I sleep on a grounding sheet, which allows my body to feel as though it were sleeping right next to the planet Earth, which, which emits a frequency that keeps you electrically grounded. A lot of people walk around, though, during the day with a cell phone in the pocket, with the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth turned on, Wi-Fi signals or, or their router right next to them in the office, um, all sorts of dirty electricity coming at the body from a variety of angles. And that also uh, significantly inhibits uh, uh, metabolism and the, the electrochemical potential of the cell membrane. So air, water, light, electricity, pay attention to those variables. Those come into play not just for things like your mental performance and your longevity and health, but also your metabolism, which equates to the question that you started all this off with, John, which is 
you know, how do I, how do I keep my body losing fat effortlessly? And that, that's another big, big thing. Well, you know, Ben, this is so good. And uh, I always do a transcript of everything and encourage everybody pointing to AESNation.com above me. And, you know, you can download it. I got to tell you, you got to do it in Ben. Because, Ben, you know, with this interview, what one of the things I love, you know, we haven't talked about you got to go out and run a marathon. Uh, we haven't talked about you know, really anything that's hard. It's, it's kind of setting the rules up and then just, you know, creating the environment for success. I mean, as business owners, what we all want to be is successful on purpose. And you've really done that. What I'd like to do is let me go to another uh, segment, which is resources. And and I want to pull up your website and Tell me a little bit about what you've got on your website. And, you know, and I've got the picture up there. And you can see that Ben, uh, you know, without the shirt and climbing a rope, uh, you got a few muscles there, Ben, and I, and I hung out with you. I know you got more than a few. But, you know, what's at the website? What resources do you have for uh, you know, our fellow business owners, entrepreneurs? Sure. Probably the best resource, at least for me, because I'm one of those guys that listens to audiobooks in the car and listens to podcasts. And I like to, to maximize my time. And so anytime I, I have to choose between music and making my brain better, I choose the latter. Um, so I do a podcast twice a week. I'll bring on a, a special guest and I interview them. I, I pick their brain. I'm incredibly privileged because I actually get to, to talk to people I'd normally have to pay lots of money to talk to. And instead, I just interview them on a podcast and put it out there for free to everybody. I love your podcast, and uh, I just listened to him a little behind, but, you know, on your wine. And I thought it was kind of funny. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a wide range of subjects, even on how to drink wine well, too. So, I mean, I would encourage it because yeah. a lot of this stuff we've got to hear over and over again. And this is, you know, one of the best ways to do it is through podcasts. But what else, Ben? Uh, I put out an article every week, uh, typically long content. I'm not a big fan of like really short snippets. I'll, I'll do one monster article on you know something like you mentioned, like wine. Or the next one I have coming up is on exactly what I was just talking about, how to adjust your light throughout the day to optimize your circadian rhythms. And so every week I put a lot of work into one killer blog post that is that focuses on performance or digestion, you know, optimizing hormones, you name it. So. Uh, that's another good resource. And then um, at uh, the website greenfieldfitnesssystems.com, I pretty much collect anything that I ever find when it comes to supplements, biohacks, gear, books, etc. Anything that I personally use, I put up on that site and I figure out a way to get it into other people's hands. That, that's everything uh, that, that I recommend is over there. Um, I also do quite a bit of research, like I mentioned, you know, typically a good hour of every morning. I spend just reading research journals, you know, pouring through the blogosphere, et cetera. And uh, one of the things that I've found is that um, when it comes to en enhancing or maintaining fitness as you age, there are a cluster of physiological variables that you want to address. Uh, specifically, mitochondrial density, strength, muscular endurance, stamina, and VO2 max, or maximum oxygen utilization. If you can hit each of those parameters, then you're like Batman, right? You've got the power, you've got the strength, you've got you've got all of the different parameters that that basically make you the the ultimate superhero, rather than being somebody like the say Incredible Hulk, who just specializes in say, you know, strength. 
So um, I created a program called the Look Good Naked Longevity Program, and it incorporates each of these different variables in the minimum effective dose of exercise during the week. Some of the things we talked about, right? The mm -hmm. morning fasted fat burning session, alternating on alternate days between a specific form and length of high intensity interval training and a specific type of strength training. Uh, I, I use in that program primarily stuff that you could do anytime, anywhere, the gym, the hotel, um, bedroom, basement, park, wherever. Uh, primarily super slow strength training, which is very, very easy on the joints. And then explosive strength training uh, because hard, wiry muscle has been shown to be much better for longevity than big, bulky muscle. And so I use primarily body weight style and very light exercises, but done very quickly and explosively. So I lay it all out in this program exactly what you're supposed to do each day of the week. And I'll just give that to people for free if you want that. Um, I'll put that over at bengreenfieldfitness.com slash AES. Uh, and that's just a, a PDF you can download and follow. Yeah, Ben, that's great. It's really appreciated because, I mean, you know, one of the things you and I have talked a lot about is human longevity. And, you know, this is one of we're, we're all interested in this one. We want to, you know, have good long lives and everything that you've been sharing is really making a huge difference. So I want to. Yeah. And you, you want to have a good long life, sorry to interrupt real quick, um, with good libido, without being cold all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so, so, I mean, granted, you can live a long time, and you can be like that, you know, like that sad tortoise at the zoo, who's just kind of super slow and kind of cold and not hypercharged when it comes to libido and stuff like that. Um, and, and the way that you do that is you, uh, you restrict calories. That's basically what it comes down to, right? Like you eat whatever, 1,000, 1,500 calories a day. Research has shown us that you're going to live a long time. I would rather, through supplementation, air, light, water, electricity, biohacking, etc., live just as long but with high libido, good sex, good levels of physical performance, the ability to be able to go out and you know, climb whatever Mount Everest out there that you want to climb. And I think that's important is there's, there's different ways to live a long time. And ideally, you choose the method that allows you to live a long time and also experience life to the fullest, to, to live, uh, live a limitless life. Yeah, Ben, this is fantastic. And I, I want to encourage all my fellow entrepreneurs, you know, to go to AESNation.com. You will have the links uh, to the, I mean, look good naked. I like that already. Longevity plan. And, uh, you know, this is a real opportunity. Make sure, let me do a last segment here, the key takeaways that you need to do. And the, the big thing is, you know, Think about your own performance. You know, you owe it to yourself and everybody around you, all your stakeholders, your clients, your customers, your family members, uh, your teammates, your partners. Uh, you need to be able to have that high energy. We've got to have the performance. We've got to have, you know, we've got to be lean machines to accomplish everything that we want. Nutrition. You know, there's so many ideas that Ben gave us. What I love is the biohacking that so much of this, there's so much research now. And Ben is a student of this, one of the top, and he's got a great platform in his podcast that you can follow the more that you're interested in this because he is on a journey. And what we want to do is find people like Ben that we can follow so that we can really have the success in making the difference. Ben, thank you again for sharing your tremendous insights. And I encourage everyone out there to go out and make a difference and to make that big difference with everyone. We've got to make the difference in ourselves first as Ben shared. Wish you the best of success.
exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.